The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. If you've been tuning into news about the US election, it'd be pretty easy to think the race to the White House is only about character. We've heard a lot from Donald Trump about how he doesn't like Joe Biden, a lot from Joe Biden about how he's not a fan of Trump. But what about where they each stand on key policy issues like foreign affairs, climate change, racial injustice, and of course, coronavirus? In part three of our Squiz Shortcuts series in the lead up to the US election, we take a step back from the personality contest and look at what each candidate will bring to the table on policy. Squish Shortcuts is the backstory to the big news stories. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. Claire, there's a fair bit of ground to cover. Let's start with the big one. That's the coronavirus and how the US should handle it. Safe to say Trump and Biden don't share a lot of common ground on this. That's a bit of an understatement. (laughs) US President Donald Trump opposes a national requirement for mask wearing and he's publicly criticised his expert advisors over their recommendations to shut things down to stop the spread of the coronavirus. Trump says a shutdown has too great an effect on the economy and he's also mocked Biden for wearing a mask and for curbing his campaign events for safety's sake. Of course, Trump and First Lady Melania tested positive for the coronavirus, something he said taught him a lot. Where's Joe Biden on what he'd do differently to Trump? Biden says that he would listen to the experts and that he would take their advice about handling the virus when it comes to lockdowns and the like. He says Trump's handling of the pandemic has directly led to the deaths of 225,000 Americans and if re-elected, 200,000 more people would die by the end of the year. They're pretty harsh words. What they do agree on is supporting efforts to get a vaccine developed and distributed as soon as possible. The kicker is Biden says that while he absolutely supports efforts to find a COVID-19 vaccine, he understands people's doubts that one promoted by Trump might not be safe. And he says that he can't trust Trump to put the health of Americans before politics. Americans are quite divided on whether they would actually use a vaccine. There's a whole narrative around that included in our shortcut series on vaccines. We won't go into that now. But as we said, COVID-19 has been a big one in this campaign. That's an overview on where they are on the health aspects. Now the economy. Donald Trump has said many times that he has built the greatest ever US economy. That was prior to the coronavirus, Claire. He claims to have generated historic economic growth, record low unemployment, something he'll do again if re-elected. And look, it is absolutely true that the US economy was doing very well prior to the pandemic. It's also true, though, that the economy was on that trajectory during the Obama administration. But under Trump and until the start of this year, there had been spikes of very strong performance. Until COVID. Now the US economy has been hit by the biggest economic contraction ever recorded and the highest unemployment rate in more than 80 years. What is each candidate saying about how they're going to manage that? Nearly 40 million positions were shed from the payrolls of American employers in the pandemic, and Trump has pledged to get 10 million of those back in work in 10 months. He also wants to see income tax cuts and provide companies with tax incentives to keep jobs in the US. Joe Biden has a very different approach. 
Biden would raise taxes for people earning more than $400,000 a year to pay for improvements to services. He also supports raising the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour from the current rate of $7.25. That's a really big policy because some 58% of Americans are working for minimum wage. So just to put that in context, although it is hard to compare because our employment systems are so different, in Australia, minimum wage is $19.84 per hour and about 18% of workers earn that rate. You can see here that the pitch to voters between Trump and Biden on the economic recovery is quite stark. This isn't the only thing that they disagree on. Onwards we go. Claire, for this final segment, let's get fast and furious. I'm going to call out a policy area and you're going to give me a tight, precise overview of Trump and Biden's positions. Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. Foreign affairs. Okay, great. Just the teeny tiny policy of foreign affairs. All right. (laughs) Trump will continue to challenge international alliances and maintain pressure on China. Biden says that he will repair relationships with US allies while being tough on Russia and China. Joe Biden's certainly been critical of Trump's bullish approach to foreign affairs, but tough on China seems to be a bit of a commonality amongst the two. Another big one this year, Claire, racial injustice. Trump has been very clear that he's on the side of law enforcement and he doesn't believe that racism is a systemic problem within US police forces. Biden says, though, that he sees big problems with systemic racism but has stopped short of supporting efforts to defund the police. He's got a suite of policies, though, to deal with racism in the justice system. Pretty clear differences there. Now, this one is always a big one in the US, Claire, healthcare. So Trump wants to deregulate the health insurance system and get rid of Obamacare policies that Congress has stopped him from abandoning. He has said that he wants to replace it, although no details of that plan has been published. As for Biden, he wants to expand government programs to give people more access to affordable health care. Healthcare is a big one. It's hard to explain quickly, but it's like Mars compared to Australia's. Basically, there's no all-encompassing public system like Medicare, but that's a whole other shortcut, I think, Claire. Mm, It is. How about climate change? They couldn't be more different. Donald Trump has taken America out of the Paris Climate Agreement and he wants to see an increase in drilling for oil and gas. Joe Biden, though, would rejoin Paris and he wants the US to reach net zero emissions by 2050. He's proposed a ban on new leases for oil and gas drilling on public lands and he says that he would invest in renewable energy. And a big one from the last election campaign, immigration. Yeah, wasn't that a big one? Trump's promise to build a border wall along that border with Mexico is underway. The Department of Homeland Security says that it's on track to finish 725 kilometres of it by the end of this year. And what Trump is proposing is new policies to restrict illegal immigration. As for Biden, he would stop construction of that border wall. He would stop separating families at the border and He'd end the current bans on people from certain Muslim-majority countries travelling to the US. As you can see, voters definitely have some very different options here in these two candidates. The last one we'll get to, and one that continues to confuse many Australians to this day, is guns. 
Yeah, so Donald Trump has a classical Republican Party stance on this one. He's a firm supporter of Americans' right to bear arms. He did propose the tightening of background checks on gun buyers after a string of mass shootings last year, but nothing came of that. As for Joe Biden, he has proposed banning assault weapons. He would seek the introduction of universal background checks and he would move to limit the number of guns a person can purchase in one month. You can catch your breath now, Claire. That's our shortcut <laughs> to the US election policies done and dusted onto our recommendations. Each episode of Squeeze Shortcuts, we recommend some further information. Claire, what do you got? So one of the interesting innovations of recent elections, I reckon, has been fact-checking mm. by many newspapers and other organisations. And as you can imagine, in the US, it's a whole thing. So I found a really useful website called PolitiFact. It's a non-partisan organisation run by the Pointer Institute, and it's got a helpful truthometer, mm. which checks out the claims made by election candidates uh, right across those elections, but of course, including Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Lots of publishers have a version of this themselves, but that one's a particularly good one. For me, head to our website. We have a number of shortcuts on all things US election related, from how the president actually gets elected, the vice presidential race, and many more. Looking ahead, though, Claire, and just because we like to ensure that squeezers will be super informed when they tune in to watch the vote on Tuesday, we'll be dropping an episode on what to watch on Election Day. So the key battleground states. Yeah, who is elected president will be decided by a relatively small number of voters in just a few states. So we'll give you a roadmap to be able to navigate that on Wednesday. I think that we'll have to recommend what wine pairing goes with watching the US election results. Have a think about that one. Some good daytime drinking. I love it. (laughs) Look out for that one ahead of the results starting to come out, as you said, on Wednesday. Until next week.